was real good. Welcome to the Crap Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys. I see the wells. Hey guys. Falcon and Winter Filter, is it? I, I, yeah. I am. I still am. Uh, so I tried to watch episode five the other night and I got in trouble because my youngest wasn't at home. I'm not supposed to watch it without him, so I'm I'm still like I'm not I've not done five or six yet. So. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let me do that this week. I'll get back to you. Okay, cool. I haven't seen the first episode yet. No, you're fine. I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll, I will get there. All yeah, I've fine. heard is that it puts in the work in episodes five and six, and I'm sure it does. And I'm sure there's a big twist and you know, whatever. All right, so I want to give both of you my Seinfeld update because it's been a while since we talked. About oh yes, yeah, Seinfeld. Yes, I'm on season five now. Okay. okay. Uh, is this your first, he's very never, first time ever watching? He's never gone through it. All of it. Okay. Like, I've seen bits and pieces of some episodes, and I know, like, the soup Nazi and some yeah. of the memes, but. Right. It's weird seeing some of the actors that are in that oh, yeah. show. Oh, yeah. Like, Patton Oswalt was in one we watched last uh-huh. night, and I went, what the fuck? He's so young. Yeah. He's such a young boy. And I'm like, holy shit. That's yeah. weird. And I yeah. think Posehn's in there somewhere, and I know a few other guys yeah, are too. I, I mean, there's, there is a. There are a ton of BuzzFeed articles about those actors that were on Seinfeld. Oh, I'm sure. But and, and Jason Alexander was in that show too. Yeah, right, right. Did you know that? Yeah. Michael Richards before he got well. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, there is some really cringeworthy things in that that I go, oh, like if this was made now, woo, sure, it, it and wouldn't be. Meanwhile, like. Uh, pretty much all of Michael Scott in the office. Well, yeah. And yeah. don't don't even start that whole like, oh, well, they meant it to be that bad. No. No, 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 no. No, no, I know. And he's it's, even come out and said, there's no way you could make that show today. There's a lot of things you couldn't do today, but, uh, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but Quick I mean, I'm looking forward to the Blazing Saddles remake. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? They did that. It was called Traffic Thunder. Yeah. But, uh, that, that's true. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> not, not on the same level. Not even close. Yeah, like... Five is good. I like six, and then like seven, eight, nine are kind of like my sweet spot. Those are kind of some of my the ones that I hold most dear. I okay. like six too. Oh, I, I'm excited because you know I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And then I actually did finally convince the wife that once this is done, she's gonna watch Curb Your Enthusiasm with me. And I'm like, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. So I'm very excited about. Yeah, that. it's it's like the same but only different. Yeah, yeah, just way more cussing and oh yeah, Larry David being Larry David and. You like having never watched Seinfeld and watching all of Curb and then going back and watching Seinfeld. I can totally oh, yeah. see. Oh, it's one hundred percent who Jason Alexander is based right. off of that character. You're like, oh my god, this is like it's a mirror basically. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like he really gets his legs in like seasons, the, the last like three or four seasons. But it's a good run. Cool. So craft breweries, they're a big thing. I, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, uh, this map shows that they're a big thing, and it's it's kind of broken down by two different ways. It's per capita, which I've never been a big fan of the per. Oh, capita well, in that case, stuff. let's move to Montana, right? Exactly, because you, yeah, that because if you look at Montana, looks like it's got the most fucking breweries ever, but it's because it's Montana and nobody really lives there. So, no, or Vermont. I mean, you could yeah. move to Vermont, you know, where they are dark green in terms of per capita but uh who lives there right exactly i'm wondering if as many people live in vermont as do montana i mean if only there was like some way that i could look look that up oh whatever 
but more interesting is the actual real, what I like to consider real list is how many craft breweries there are in each state. Uh, North Carolina continues to grow. Uh, we are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And Leon's growing larger. I am very surprised to see that, at least according to this color gram, we're bigger than Georgia. I thought Georgia had more breweries. Than oh, Georgia. heck no. no. There's no way Georgia's going to have more breweries than North like, Carolina because there's they haven't had on-premise consumption until very recently. Well, yeah, yeah, I know that, but... I mean, but that alone should tell you why they aren't going to have more breweries. And then another one that actually kind of surprises me is Texas. Main reason why I don't really... Like, Texas and I are not synonymous with beer. Like, I don't think about Texas. Shiner. And um, that one where they put 99 cans in a box. That's all I got. Yeah. St. Archer's? There? Oh, oh, that? and uh, 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 Rotten Pumpkin. Jolly Pumpkin. No. Rotten Pumpkin. Jolly Pumpkin's <laughs> Michigan. Shit. Um... The one in Texas that's like Jolly Pumpkin. Jester King. Jester King. Jester King. That's the one. There you go. Uh, we, and, we apologize to all our Texas-based listeners. No, we don't. I don't. Anyways. Uh, Florida, of course, another big... Josh has got thoughts about Texas, y'all. I do. I really do. Because it's Texas, his thoughts are bigger. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know. It's just an interesting map. But the other thing, too, when you kind of look at it, is it all makes sense. It's based off of population. At the end of the day, like... Are you saying that places with a lot of people can support a lot of craft breweries? Uh-huh. Really? Isn't that something? That's amazing. Man, that seems like some fake math. Right? And then, of course, you know, like, the state that I would love to move to and I can't afford to live in... California? Colorado. Oh. I would love to move to Colorado. Um, yeah, me it's too. It's like four cities, though. Like, really. It's four cities. That's it. But so there's Denver and then there's Fort Collins, Fort Collins. there's Colorado Springs and what was the other one? There's one more. See, I know of Grand Junction. I don't know if that's where you're thinking of. Yeah, cuz they're all four in a line. Well, Grand Junction's all the way on the plateau. Okay, maybe there's one other than that I'm not thinking of. But yeah, I mean they're literally like all on a line and yeah, whatever. And, and that's because as some uh, your resident idiot that rooted a cross country trip through Vail Pass in March and almost died. Uh, screw Colorado in the wintertime straight up. If I'm not out there specifically for skiing, catch me somewhere else. See, as, as a kid, and Jeff, I know you can appreciate this, as somebody who grew up in the Midwest and grew up around snow, it doesn't bother me at all, at the least. No, it's, it's annoying. It's annoying, but I mean. In 30 minutes, I saw 18 cars on the roof. Yeah. Upside down. I'm, I'm not like, surprised. I... I, I don't know if I've ever been that scared in my life. I mean, have you seen people drive here when snow happens? Like, oh, good sure, Lord. sure, sure. But Yeah, 12 miles an hour. It's a nightmare. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. A anyways, yeah. Breweries, yay. Hooray. We're growing even more so. Josh's contr contribution to this show. This is great. <laughs> Speaking of things that can fuck off. Yeah, why is this a thing? Uh, so... Uh, Omegong did a series of Game of Thrones beers. Oh, that TV the... show that ended three years ago? Yeah, yeah. That, that TV show that ended three years ago. Well, that TV show that started ten years ago, and uh, it didn't end three years ago. It ended like one and a half, maybe. No, okay. it ended I, three years ago. It did. <laughs> I have not been dating who I'm dating that long. No, it, that last season sucked so much donkey balls that we can pretend it never happened. 
Yeah. It ended oh, God. Years. It ended three years well, ago. May we were... 19th, 2019 was the final episode. So we're right at two years. Yeah. So, so it ended three years ago. Ugh. I will continue to say. So anyway, even though the TV show Game of Thrones has ended, thank God, because as Josh has alluded to, that last couple seasons were ass. Um, there's going to be a new Game of Thrones beer series. Except instead of Omegong this time around, it's going to be McKellar. So yeah, in, in, tar- in time for their Iron Anniversary, a.k.a. 10 years since this show debuted. Oh. Oh, God. I mean, look, I'll admit, when that show was like firing on all cylinders, I was seeking out those 750 cork cage beers. Uh, and none of them were ever good. Some of them had potential. Potential? <laughs> okay, look. Yeah, so all I beer. was right. None of them were ever good. All beer has potential. Sometimes it's just trash, and you claim that you made that beer to show what climate change is going to do. Other times you're just like, nah, Game of Thrones. They didn't know what beer was back then, so they would have loved this. I mean, like I said, I tried almost all of those Cajun cork ones. Was not impressed with any of them. I don't know why McKellar oh, is... Who wants to do a Belgian red for the red wedding? I'm like, eh, nobody. Yeah. And, I mean... I, it's crazy hard to sell a Belgian red in general right now. Yeah. You'd well, almost have to label it as Game of Thrones to get a buy-up on it. Well, and... We've all had McKellar beer on the show. Yep. None of it's really been that impressive, at least to me. We've always said that we prefer the evil twin yep. of the evil twins. You know... But even their stuff gets kind of crazy sometimes. It does. And, and I, I, hey, more power to you. McKellar got paid. Great. But I don't think I would. I, I don't see myself ever buying one of these. This is like when that uh, mobile app game ad pops up on your phone for the new Game of Thrones game. And you're like, I'm kind of I, I feel like as a society, we've all kind of moved on from Game of Thrones. Right. There, there for a while, it was a whole lot of like, oh, when's the, the final book? And then people finally just kind of gave up hope. They're like, nah, we'll do something else. Anything. Yeah, anything else. Like, uh, there would have been no better time to put out that final book than during the pandemic. Right? Would have sold like fucking crazy. Uh, this is going to be a hazy IPA, kind of. Uh, of course it is. Because it's McKellar? The Iron Anniversary IPA. So, yeah, uh, probably we'll never buy this, but I guess... I'm, I'm not either. I mean, at this point, who is this for? Like, just... Well, you do know that they're doing spinoff shows, so that's probably why this exists. No, this was for the 10th anniversary of the original show. This isn't for the spinoff show. And, and honestly, is that spinoff even still happening? Yes. For real? Yep. Like, still? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they green... They, Greenlit everything this last no. month. Yeah. All right. Cool. It's a happening, buddy. Great, because I give a shit about that now. Man, <laughs> you want to talk about just wasted opportunities. It's that show. Like, I haven't been that frustrated by the last season or whatever of a show since Lost. I thought the product placement with Starbucks was really well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think of all the free advertising. And that water bottle, that plastic water bottle, boy, that God. got over. Yeah, when, but that's the least of my complaints. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm going to teach you how to steal faces and become an assassin, and you're going to kill one person using that method. What's the 
flipping point. Anyway, yeah. moving on. I, I'm glad, Jeff, you never actually got into that show. I know we all tried to hammer on you and say, watch it, watch it, watch it. And I'm really glad you never wasted your time. No. This, I, like, and that's time wasted. I mean, and again, like I was in this weird spot where... I think I had been like mainlining the Lord of the Rings trilogy so many times. Smart. And then, like, I couldn't get into the new Hobbit movies at all. Like, I just like. Nor should you. Yeah. I just. But it it was like I just had this point where I was like, you know what? Enough. I'm a completionist when it comes to movies, and I even gave up on the Hobbit trilogy. Yeah. This is terrible. I I just like should not take me more time to watch the movies than it does read the book. It's, it's this weird thing. And like, I know over the years, Josh has tried to get me into comics and like, he would ask me, well, what do you like? And I'm like, man, I really can't explain it other than when it's something I like, I like it and I like it a lot, but I can't define it because like sometimes stuff that I should like, I don't like stuff that I don't like. I should it. I'm just, and I imagine that's probably for, you know, the same, but bucket for everybody. You just, it is what it is. And yeah, I'm just, I was kind of glad, like, I, I tried an episode of Game of Thrones, the first one, you know, and I was just like, man, it's too much, like, Renaissance Fair yeah, I with guess. CGI Army. It's like, I just, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't blame you. And you didn't waste your time. Uh, so we've been all, talk- we've been, last, I don't know, what, month or so, we've been talking about all of these breweries that are... Doing spit grain things. Mainly Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. Uh, there's another one that's going to turn it into biofuels and plant-based foods. This is... The brewing industry, you know, typically that you have tons of spent grain. Yes. Uh, after a, a brew session. And typically, like, if you're small, you know, you can just partner with a local farmer and they can come pick up the spent grain use it to feed their animals. Like... It's it's a very beneficial symbiotic relationship. Brewery is free of their spent grain, and you know the cows love this stuff. Um, Dogs too. Yeah. So this uh, uh, re- uh yeah tipple. Well, yeah, like this is a, a British article. Um, ah, okay. So uh, Virginia- does this site have uh, cookies or biscuits? Oh God. <laughs> So we're tracking uh, with our biscuits. Researchers of Virginia Tech are working on different things to do with spent grain. And this is really exciting to me because spent grain is a problem. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's a necessary evil. It's a, a byproduct of brewing. Every brewer has to deal with spent grain. But rather than just simply using it for animal feed, could like what else could we do? Um, yeah. Neat article. It's just a lot of... I don't know. Coming soon. Hamburgers made with spent grain. Because, you know, we've got the impossible and we've got the beyond. Why but, not have... But the... it's, you know, it's high in protein. Oh, it is. It is. And, you know... I mean, I... I low have... in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. Um, I have gnawed on a little bit of my spent grain just to try it. Just yeah. to see what it tasted like. I'm I like, like I like it. Find a way to dry it out and make it into a breakfast cereal. I mean, I'm sure there'd yeah. be a market there. Sure. Yeah. There's but, all kinds of but if we can like it's that... basically grape nuts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's granola bars. Mm. But if we can turn this into biofuel, for example, if we can figure a way to convert that into plastics. I mean, there's so many uh, things that we could potentially do with it. I'm I'm glad that uh folks at Virginia Tech and 
you know, even a couple shows ago, Anheuser-Busch is looking at doing more with their spent grain. So uh, good on you. Yeah, absolutely. Keep, keep up the good work. Yay, science. Uh, this, science, this, yeah. This this one depressed me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, me so too. So on, on the show, we have talked at ad nauseum about seltzer. And look, we are not, uh, we're, we're a craft beer show. Uh, again, seltzer and flavored malt beverages, uh, non-beer basically isn't what we're here to discuss, but we end up discussing it anyway. All the um, fucking time, it seems. So, according, but it's like it's it's one of the things now. According to Bart Watson at the uh, the Brewers Association, uh, one third of all craft breweries in the United States are making something other than beer. I mean, I guess as much as we rail on it, good on them. They can get another audience. That's cool, but you're. you're I think there's a super fine line, though. Of, sure. Like trying to be everything to everyone and nobody at the same time. Yeah, like, it's the jack of all trades, master of none. You need bingo. to be good at making your beer to begin with before I'm going to trust you making something like this. Of course, that again, I'm not sure that I really care about that product. I'm not going to drink it. However, if my significant other or my friends were gluten intolerant or just flat out didn't like beer, like... This would be a, a way to get them out with me. You have friends that don't like beer? Because I don't know if I do. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I did. I haven't talked to them in a couple of years, so. Word. <laughs> Ever since you started this podcast? Yeah. Well, do they, do well, they show up on your Facebook feed saying how disappointed they are? In uh, you? Their mind is boggled. <laughs> so something, uh, and give me a second. I'm pulling up this Discord so I can show you guys. This. Oh, sure. Vamp, I did vamp. not know that this was happening. I don't know what you're saying. Did you know that Dogfish is now making Alcopop? Yes. Which one? I, uh, okay. No, I did not see that one. Vodka soda. I, I meant to send If that I would have seen that one, I would have picked it up. So I did get one from Oscar. Okay. An Alcopop? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it was, well, or seltzer, you know, like whatever. But like Oscar had one. I was like, well, I got to get that one. Which is what got me into like the third freaking six pack. <laughs> So Dogfish has a distillery. Yeah, I know that. Which is how they, you know, are, are coming by this. But I mean, I guess part of me gets a brewery making a distillery because mm-hmm. there's a lot of similar processes. You're able to do all of your, you know, barrel aging in-house. And it, it makes sense. It's a perfect symbiotic relationship. Yeah. I think it's also... Uh, a good way, let's say if you were a brewery that just had like a batch didn't quite sell um, and it's starting to become like out of date and you'd rather just put fresher beer, beer out on the market, it's a great way for you to dispose of old product as well. Like, yeah. screw it, let's just distill it, transform it into something else. So I guess where my confusion comes from is do people just not like bourbon and Whiskey and vodka and is it's too, that it's too much trouble. This? It's too much trouble. I just want to look. We all know there's no laws when you're drinking claws. And this next one made me internally scream so loud that I lost my shit. So, uh, speaking of breweries that are also distilleries, um, New Belgium, not New, New Belgium. Holland. I'm sorry, New Holland, out of Michigan has 
been a distillery. Uh, they pretty much like I I know them best for Dragon's Milk. Yeah. Um, so they also have distilled. Oh, uh, this they've distilled Dragon's Milk and aged that in oak barrels. And then after those barrels are dumped, then they go back and aged or have aged dragon's milk in the dragon's milk distilled barrels. Okay. I mean, it's just like that. That's an interesting. Dragon's milkception. Yeah, dragon's milkception. I thought that was an excellent use of uh, these dragon's milk barrels. Uh, they're doing something else these days that I'm. I'm with you. I I screamed out loud and then I got chastised by my office mate. It's like you need to calm down. It's work day. Um, New Holland is launching a Dragon's Share. It's a bourbon barrel seltzer. Um, fuck yourself. <laughs> so what? fuck yourself. So so Dragon's Milk so, aged so, in bourbon barrels. Okay. Okay. And those barrels get dumped and refilled with water. So it so so it's not going to be is it going to be clear? Yes. But like if you if you take a barrel that had dragon's milk in it, a bourbon barrel that had dragon's milk in it to make bourbon barrel dragon's milk, and you dump the dragon's milk out and you throw water in it, like I'm not sure if you understand how solubility works, but there's going to be some solids that get out in that water. Filter. So what's the point? I don't hey, cool. Know. So, so we, so hear me out. We have this barrel that we aged dragon's milk in. It used to be a bourbon barrel. We took out the dragon's milk. We put water in it to to make our seltzer, and then we filtered it through a Brita. Yo, dog, I heard you like dragon's milk. <laughs> look, so this, this okay. Look, I am morbidly curious about this. If I and again, like with the dogfish, if I had seen one of these, I would have grabbed one just for giggles. Yeah. But um, who is this for? I don't know. Honestly, if this showed up in the market, I would insist on this being on it. I've got a feeling we're going to have to have Seltzer Show Part 2. Electric or, Boogaloo. Where, what I don't want to do, and I'm going to say this now, in full disclosure, that I bought enough to have two shows worth of seltzers. I do not want to have the seltzer segment on the show. No, I don't either. Okay. Agreed? So, Agreed? One more time. We're not going to have like the weekly seltzer to go with the beer. Like that's not going to be a thing. No. Okay, good. No, these are, these are special, special shows. It's yeah. just, these like, are, these are unprecedented times y'all. Yep. Oh, and, and here's my favorite of the seltzer series that we're doing today. We've always heard that, you know, white claw was out there because it was a little bit lower ABV and it was a little more easy drinking, more refreshing, more perfect for poolside. Yeah. No, let's be honest. It's just for people to get ripped. And then white claw was like, oh, I heard you like to get ripped. So how about we make a high alcohol one called surge? And that's that's my first problem with this. Number one, how dare you drag that beloved green toxic waste mixture through Look, the mud. Let's be real. It was like the ecto cooler of mellow yellow. Oh yes. <laughs> Which complete side notes as we're talking about uh, uh, soda slash soft drinks right now. Have you had the Southern shock mountain dew? I didn't know that existed. Bojangles only. What? At Bojangles. 
Really? Yeah. What is it? It is Fruit Punch Mountain Dew. Why? Because it's good. Bull. I have not had a Mountain Dew that I haven't enjoyed since the orange one back in like 2004. Do you remember the mid, what was it, Midnight? Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Oh, I love that one. That I don't, I don't so drink, good. I don't, what, what's Ron saying? I don't drink things from that color spectrum. Right. <laughs> but that was su- like a grape flavored Mountain Dew. The Southern Dew. Shock Fruit Punch Mountain Dew is real damn good. Uh, I mean, if you really want a good soda, then get the uh, Krispy Kreme soda from Cheer Wine. Cheer Wine. Okay. It's good. I'll it's take good. your word on it. I promise you. But yeah, anyways, back to the surge. So. Back back to surge. So regular White Claw is coming in at 5% ABV. Surge. White Claw surge is coming in at 8% ABV. And I'll tell you, I, I see it now. This is going to be like the drink of poolside in Southend. Straight up. We've already had many articles. Not that we've even, we haven't even covered them all on the show, but... People acting stupid after drinking White Claw. Taxation is theft. And now, and now you're gonna you're gonna oh. up the ABV. This is yeah. Nothing could go wrong. Buy a bottle of vodka, you fucking assholes. You know what? Like uh, that time when uh, you're drinking your White Claw and it's not strong enough, like a drop a shot of tequila in or something. I don't know. I'm just so we went from. White Claw is for people that don't like beer and that are also a little bit more health conscious. That was what was pushed on me. And now that we're increasing the ABV to 8%, I think we can get away with the whole health conscious argument. It's just for people that don't like the flavor of beer but still want to get drunk and still haven't figured out, I don't know how to make a vodka soda. Right. Because vodka soda is gross. Well, it, Wait, it takes too much work, Jeff. I can't just crack open a vodka soda can at the pool. Right. I mean, I could put it in a Nalgene like a normal fucking person, but no. Or I could put it in one of those fancy pressurized... Uh, You're going to be a Visco girl? Uh, a what? <laughs> we'll talk later. So I feel like there's a part of this, though, where this is one of those things like drinking Mick Ultra. This is what people do to be seen drinking a certain thing. I want to be seen drinking White Claw because that's what my crew is into. And now I'm cultured AF. I'm tuxedo poo right here. I'm drinking Surge. Surge! You got to say it that way. White Claw Surge! You you have to make sure you say Surge! Where's the the Peeps voiceover guy from uh, last week tonight? Oh, (laughs) right. They're taking away your fucking peeps. You can't have peeps. <laughs> That's the best. It really is. Uh, and yeah. Why is this a thing? I don't understand this. I don't I know, know either. Why are we? Why are we shooting our wad doing our hard seltzer show now when we could have had surge? <laughs> I didn't. If one, we had just waited. For the record, I don't think I picked up any surge. No, you didn't, because it's not out yet. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was like. I can't remember if it was, I think it was Truly. There's like three different yeah. like, types of Yeah, so there's Truly Extra. And so once White Claw comes out, we're going to do. We're gonna have to do the White Claw Surge, the Truly Extra. Fuck it. Let's just throw in a Four loco while we're at it, and we'll just do like a... <laughs> Can we do some Mad Dog, too? Sure. Why not? Because there's no laws when you're drinking White Claw Surge. And then at that point, too, I feel like we probably... So then, then that's going to spawn off the Malt Liquor Show, which... 
I think it's just going to be a terrible idea hey, altogether. Look, we've we've had some malt liquors on the show. Yeah, that dick, that dick kicker was dick, DKML from Founders was oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, one from Free Range was real good. Yes, the Free Range was oh, yeah. what I was trying to get to. Yep, um, it's still around, you guys. Like they are still making that beer. That's great. Uh, yeah, it's it a good beer. It's a good beer. <laughs> it's still good. But that'll be said, like, we're going to do all of these, like, you know, we might as well just go ahead and, like, put, like, a handle of vodka and, like, a can of, like, your Chico Frito Dorito grapefruit drink that you like. Tapo Chico. Yes, that's the one. Don't nope. d- don't slight Tapo Chico, my friend. If there's no laws when you're drinking claws, you'll want to purge when you're drinking Surge. Oh. Didn't say it right. You're going to purge. Surge! <laughs> you got to do that when you say purge, too. Purge! <laughs> Now that's what you'll be saying. You'll you'll have to purge after you drink. Surge. Yeah, you're either calling for Roy or you're gonna purge at the top of your lungs. Well, are we ready to Roy? purge, purge all of these stupid? Roy? Roy, you never called for Roy. Never called for Roy. Roy. I've never heard that. I've always like Ralph. Never. You've heard this right? No, no. no. I've never oh. heard it. Roy. It's always been Roy? Ralph. We always said Roy. Oh well, that oh. must be a Midwestern thing. Could be. Well, I was say I'm from Kansas. And I never heard it. And yeah, you've but you've heard of. Like Ralph on yeah. line one. There we go. Yeah, I'm going to Ralph. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm completely familiar with that as well. Huh. Lots of Roy must be an Indiana thing then. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't I, quite make go it over to Surge Kansas. and Purge and Ralph and Roy. <laughs> oh, we'll yeah, be back we in 30. Nothing could go wrong. Time for buy no buy. It's pretty simple. Jeff, how does it work? We're going to talk about the beer that we've been drinking throughout the show and whether or not we would spend our own money on it. Um, up first tonight from Southern Strain Brewing. Now, uh, you kind of heard us talking about, well, Wells and I talked about it last show. Uh, he brought a beer from Southern Strain, and uh, this is their hot box lager. So they have like a little restaurant kind of deal, like a, a counter, if you will, that mm-hmm. you can go up and order stuff. And kind of their big focus is like smoking meats and poultry and all sorts of tasty things. The pimento cheese. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, like I'm sitting there like trying to narrow it down. It's like, it's all really good. Um, But they do smoke a lot of things. And so they have, uh, they, they collaborated, which would make sense with Southern strain for the hot box, which is the name of their restaurant. Mm -hmm. Hot box lager. And so this is a peachwood smoked lager. It has a hint of peachwood smoke. It is not overpowering. I mean, especially in a lager, I wouldn't want too much in it anyway. But uh, it has a bit. It is not overkill. It is delicious. Um, it's a solid lager. It's not a Pilsner, Josh. But um, I really like this. Um, I feel like. When I had it when I was there, it had more smoke. And I don't know if that was because of kind of the ambient. You're near a food counter Give that, that has smoke. Give that sucker a swirl. See if, I don't know, see if somebody settled. Yeah, Maybe I, some of the smoke's falling down to the bottom. 
Do you do you understand how smoke works, bro? Yes. But um, <laughs> my lungs tell me I do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like, just sometimes we see smoked beers and we get nervous. Sometimes we have beers that sh- maybe we didn't think were smoked and are smoked, and they're just it's too much. We had that one that one Speak time that Hardest gave us, oh. and it was like licking a piece of charcoal. Like, that's a whole thing. I have no problem with you if that's what you like. Schwartz beers. Maybe not Schwartz beers. Um, uh, Rauch uh, beer. Rauch beer. I got no problem. I, that is a total thing. I get it. You like it. That's fine. Um, I don't like that much smoke in my beer. I do like this much smoke in my beer. It is there, but it is very subtle. It's a big buy for me. Well, this is the perfect amount of smoke. You're going to know it's got a, a smoked malt presence to it, but it, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It pairs so well. Trust me. This pairs so well with their food. I mean, if you're going to have a collaboration between a brewery and their kitchen, like, look, Josh, when you go there, I'm going to insist, absolutely insist, that when you order lunch, you pair, you, you yeah. time up lunch with this beer. Okay. Yeah, it is. It, it's a match made in heaven, match made in smoke heaven. This is, this is great. So why am I starting to feel like we're not going to do the union thing? We're going to do Southern Strain instead. Uh, we're not, because that's too freaking far away. Okay, fair enough. For who? <laughs> well, for me. But yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, what if... I, I brought a four-pack pack because this was excellent. Super bye. Josh. So for you to tell me this was a smoked beer is a kind of a surprise, and a pleasant surprise. This... Normally, when we have smoked beers, I know what it is, and it ain't my jam, but this is delicious. Yeah, it is. Like, holy shit. It, it's not overly smoky. It's just got a nice little hint of it, and I could totally see, like, with a, like a piece of like smoked poultry, this could mm. be fantastic. With those wings they bring out, I'm just saying, like, that's some good combinations right there. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess at some point... At least two of us are going to have to go up to this place because you guys have talked so much about it. I know. I mean, like we can talk. We can we can discuss. That I I, I feel like I don't have a choice. That I have. We to can go discuss. Now. That's fine. So yeah, this is a big buy. Uh, next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Um, Highland Brewing. So you know, I was kind of complaining the other day about uh, not finding anything fresh at my local and. Uh, Sometimes when I can't, when I'm going through and I'm having struggles finding anything fresh, I go for what I haven't seen before. And so I grabbed this six pack of Highland Brewing High Pines Imperial IPA. I get it home and I crack the first one. I look at it and it says, this Imperial IPA features citrus and blueberry hop flavors. Blueberry. Blueberry. Okay. Touch of fresh mountain pine. Um, look it. This isn't the worst thing in the world. Uh, but I'm not buying this again. Um, it's a serviceable 9% Imperial IPA. I just can't really get excited about it. It was really just here to fill some space. Damn. Damn. If I had known it was just going to be here to fill some space, I would have, I don't know, brought something other than, uh, else to the show. Well, I didn't want you to feel like you were having to carry everything <laughs> all the time. I know, right? Oh, yeah, oh my God. Carry okay. the notes, have to boot so, all the beer. So this, uh, I'm... Jeff, I, I see where you're coming from. This this beer's fine. Um, crystal clear. Um, it there's just nothing that compels me to come back for more. Yeah, 
I think I could run through a four pack of this and just be like, that was adequate. Yeah. This this and very much was a, I'm buying this because we've got some people coming over. We're making a bunch of food. We're going to watch the quote unquote football game. <sighs> this beer's fun. It was fine. Yeah. It, it, it's fine, but I'm not going to quote unquote football game. I'm confused. So my oldest is in the marching band. Oh, okay. Okay. Chapel Hill actually had a quote unquote football game, but it really was just a scrimmage. Yeah. And it was really weird. It was raining the whole time. You couldn't hear the band and it was kind of a bummer, but gotcha. Okay. Okay. But yeah, they were playing themselves. They were playing with themselves. I mean, that's smart. You played yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. You, you, we've all said it. I haven't said it yet. I'm about to. This is serviceable. This is a fine, just Imperial IPA. There's, you know, no thrills, no frills. It's, it's just there. Would I buy it again? Probably not. But it's still well made. Yeah. It's not like it's a trash beer. No. No, it's just like you... I, I know I could find better stuff locally. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, when it's the thing that's on sale and nothing else is in date... Yeah. Sometimes those are the, the price point decisions you make. Well, and, you know, for listeners that don't know, Jeff is kind of in a beer purgatory of his own because he can't really he doesn't I, have a bottle shop anymore i can i but, just i don't feel like driving 40 minutes well yeah that was my point is that you sometimes don't have a choice because i know where you are your Harris teeters just right there my Harris teeter uh Harris teeters are so hit or miss about <clears throat> what beer they have and what is what's in date and everything else so i could totally see buying this but uh yeah yep Yep. Next beer up. All right, next beer up from Fanta Flora. A beer called You've Changed, featuring a frog and a boatload of tadpoles, it looks like. Tadpoles? Probably? Sure. Uh, this is You've Changed, an unfiltered double IPA, dry hopped Galaxy Citra Mosaic and Talus Cryo, um, or Talus. I don't know. Eight and a half percent Fauna Flora um, in Nebo, North Carolina. This is uh, this is pretty good. Um, when we when Fauna Flora first started canning, and we had their stuff on the show, I feel like my overarching complaint with them is I felt like their beer was thin. This is not the case. This is um, this is a good solid full tasting beer it drinks well um it's got a lot of hops that i enjoyed it i like this a lot i would probably buy a four pack of this i'm assuming four packs um if i were to see it in my local purveyor of choice wells uh, so fauna flora kind of unofficially made a big stink we're never going to make a hazy ipa <laughs> until they did until they did and they had a, you know, they said, you've changed. So before anybody can call them out as being hypocrites, we're, we're going to acknowledge. They played themselves. But, you know, we're going to acknowledge that we're doing something that we said we'd never do. And not only that, we're going to make it so good that you can't talk shit about us. So I ran through my four pack of you changed really quickly and... That keg kicked super fast at the Fauna Flora Tap Room in Charlotte. Um, you know, 
That's that's the number one way to keep people from calling you a hypocrite is just to shut them up. Yeah. And well, and they delivered on a beer style that they swore they'd never make. They made it and they made it so good you can't criticize them for making it. I think it's hard for any brewery to take a hard stance and say, "Yes, we see this as a trend. We choose not to acknowledge it and we will never." Yep. Ever make a beer of that style like so number one never say never ever. exactly because you're gonna look like a fool when you turn around and say you because at some point not that they're hurting for money but to your point wells i bet this thing sold like gangbusters and they're probably did, looking it, at it, it go, sold now, like crazy and now they're looking at it going well damn it money's nice money is nice <laughs> i'm not gonna begrudge somebody for you know being successful i this, this was really good i yeah. mean as a as somebody that does enjoy hazy IPAs, um, if this is your first entry into the market and you're coming out with this, damn yep. good on you. This is a solid buy. I have a lot of respect for the fact that it's kind of like when Sierra Nevada jumped into the hazy game. They waited until they had a good beer and then came in and said, hey, y'all, check this out. This is a really good beer. Yeah, it's it's the equivalent of somebody landing a 540 the first time they show up to a skate park. Yeah, totally. It's like, yeah, exactly. How, where in the hell did you come from? And Do how a 720, bro! Welcome oh, to Craft Tony Hawkcast, right? I guess so. Uh, Josh, what do you think of this? <laughs> All right, so is there any weird ingredients in this like Fontaflora normally does? Or no. is this just a straight up... Hop smalt water yeast. Okay, and, and and I'm not trying to be an asshole when I say no, this. No, no, but, but I mean, Fanta like that, is, does that is their thing. They do weird things in their beer sometimes. Yeah, you know, it's like personally forage gravel out of the parking lot or something <laughs> like that. You know? Right, exactly. Uh, this, this is, by this the way, is, personally forage gravel was on my 1996 best of album list. I nice. prefer free range gravel. I don't know. I mean, you know, look, whatever. man, they know what they did. It's less problematic. This is damn good, and. Wow, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm impressed. Yeah, t- t- take the rest of that. You brought that. Nope. Okay, I'm not taking the rest. Got to drive, brother. Yeah, true. Good point. This is fantastic, and if Fontaflora could just make beer like this and not do all the weird but nonsense, like I, maybe I, I'd be more into the brewery. I appreciate their foraged beer series. We've had some on the show that are super interesting and super compelling, and I, and, I, and I appreciate that, but... This is just good. Yeah, I mean... Josh, like, I'm going to kidnap you again and take you to the Fauna Flora Tap Room okay. in, at Optimus Hall. Yeah, and, which we've and been to before. Get him some dumplings. But they're so good. Like, we have... They didn't miss that day, of course. No, we didn't they didn't. Around, so. They didn't, but then we went to Heist, and Heist killed it. Bingo. Because it's Heist. But yeah, this is really good, and yeah, please Fontaflora, just start making normal beer. Don't forage things all the time. Just make normal beer, and I'd be. Who happy. doesn't want dandelions? Uh, I don't. Me. Okay, so this next beer. Yeah. All right. So next beer up. Holy shit! Old Hickory. This is their Sheer Khan IPA, and I turn the bottle a little bit, and it tells me that it is. Buckle in, folks. A barrel aged IPA. Aged in whiskey and gin barrels, clocking it at 13.3%. Now, when I went to pour this beer, it poured kind of like some of those big revolution beers do. 
I thought, well, that's interesting. There's like close to zero carbonation. It's so thick. And I take a drink of it. Okay, that's interesting. It's a whole lot of barrel, whole lot of barrel going on. I take another drink and I'm like, somewhere between like caramels and like Tootsie Rolls is where this flavor is for me. It is obnoxiously good. Um, this is a beer, like, I'll be honest with you, Wells, because I know, like, for a while you were kind of repping Old Hickory. Repping. I thought you said ripping. Repping. Okay. Repping. I just wanted to make sure that you were saying Representing. Repping. Yes. You were representing Old Hickory. Correct. Um, I was. This is the kind of beer that I would see, and I would just be like, man, this feels like too many gimmicks, and there's no way they're going to pull this off. The Spectrum series taught me to trust in their barrel-aged beers. Um, when you said you had this and I looked it up, I went, we're going to find out if they flew too close to the sun on this one. Um, this is outstanding. Um, I can chew it. It tastes like candy. Um, this is not a fast drinking beer, which is okay, you know, but, but like this 12 ounce bottle over the course of an afternoon would be good times indeed. Let me turn on some movie that I don't care about. Yeah. Play on my phone and slowly dissect this beer. Um, absolute huge buy for me. Well, when I found out that Old Hickory was making a double barreled IPA, double barreled double IPA, like yeah, okay, you have my attention. Sure. Come to find out, one of those is one half of that is gin barrels from Cardinal. Case anybody's like, the barely gin does exist. Try Cardinal out of North Carolina, please. Uh, their base gin is fine. Their barrel aged gin is divine. Okay. Um, I didn't know barrel aged gin was a thing. Yep. That's where these gin barrels come now from. I'm, now I'm now I'm yep. intrigued. Right. So uh, I was I was nervous, but if anything of almost ten years with Old Hickory had taught me, again I'm not no longer working with them. Um, but if there's anything that working with Steven has taught me, it's to trust the process and yes, it's like, okay, cool. Gin barrels. I'm nervously excited. This beer absolutely delivered for me. It is a true classic, like, so hoppy, bitter, uh, iteration of IPA, but just divine barrel combination. I can't believe a divine barrel. Yeah. I can't believe that gin barreled IPA could and now I think should be a thing. I am very bullish on this beer. I would love to see more gin barrel aged hoppy uh, IPAs treatments. You know, we've seen mixed culture. We've seen Imperial Stout from yeah. the Spectrum series. Yeah. I'll, I want to see more. I just want to see more gin barrels at this point. Let's let's go. I'm kind of amazed that Dogfish has never gone this route with 120 minutes. Oh, God, that would be so good. Right? Mm. I'm not asking for Utopia's barreled 120-minute yeah, IPA. I'm not either. Just a <clears throat> dogfish, if you could just get Dogfish has get a allegedly truck. a very good gin. Yeah. But if you could, why don't they barrel-age that gin and then take those barrels after the gin has been dumped and put that 120-minute IPA, I'd buy them out. This Copyright 2021, crap your cast. Boom. We're coming after you, Sam. So, yeah. This is super tasty. This has no right 
to taste this good. It should not be this good. No. I totally agree with you. Josh, what do you think? This is weird because it's almost like a barley wine in a weird, like a, an American barley wine in a weird way. Because of the barrel treatments, it's hoppy, it's got gin, it's got whiskey, it's got just, holy shit, man. I did not expect this to be this good. This is mind-bogglingly good. Like, wow. Kudos. I mean, duh, I'm buying this. This is great. I don't even know what else to say. You guys have pretty much said everything else. So, Jeff, final beer up. Final beer up. Wells brought us a bottle of Eurisco Beer Company out of uh, Asheville. This is your three-year anniversary apple, brandy, barrel-aged imperial stout with cacao and vanilla bean. It's good. The apple brandy definitely gives it an earthiness that you wouldn't normally have with this type of beer. Um, it's fine. Uh, and I hate that I'm going to say this. I think that Shere Khan ruined me. I, I'm, I'm not buying this one. It's it's a good beer. It's really good. I just... Given given the options, I, I'd rather... Spend well, this money. isn't... This isn't a tap that yet. Okay, fair enough. Um, you, what do you, I mean, in a vacuum. So, all right, so in like? a vacuum, I'm still going to know by it because I've had better apple brandy barrel beers from my local region. But this is an excellent beer. I'm just not going to buy it. Wells? All right, so base beer, Imperial Stout, add uh, coconibs, add vanilla, um, and... You have my attention. Aged it in apple brandy barrels. Deliver me this. You have my respect. This was super tasty, and I am very glad that I picked up three bottles of this. Uh, one to drink later, and one to just sit tight on. This was really good, and uh, happy anniversary, happy third anniversary to Eurisco, like one of my low-key favorite Asheville breweries. Happy for him. It's good shit. Josh, what do you think? Never even heard of this place before. I can change that. I'm going to kidnap you to Asheville next. This so, is... This is good. It is real good. This is damn good. Wow. I'm impressed. Uh, from a place that I've never heard from to just like knock this out of the park. and, well, and it's, it's one of those weird things too where it's like I've never heard of him. It's their three-year anniversary. Right, exactly. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well, clearly I don't go to Asheville, so I didn't even... It's all of a three-minute drive from burial. Well, to burial. Probably a two-minute drive from burial because it just takes you some time to park on South Slope. Gotcha. No, this is this is fantastic. Absolute big, huge buy. It's time for I tap that. How does that work, Jeff? So out of all these beers that we've uh, bought and no bought... What would we most like to have on tap on our kegerator? And I'm totally stalling here because, um, all right, let me let me work backwards. Um, the apple brandy barrel, I didn't buy it. It's really good. I definitely wouldn't want that all the time. Um, the Shere Khan, I would absolutely adore having a couple more bottles of this, but I 
can't in good faith have a whole keg of it. Um, I'll skip Fonda Flora for a second. Highland was fine. I'm not going to do that. It's really between the hot box lager and the Fonda Flora for me. And um, summertime's coming up. And with much as much as I like to grill and smoke, um, that hot box lager is the tits. It slaps. It slaps, as the kids say. It's a bop. Wells, what are you tapping? You know, I, I kind of thought this way after the last show. If Fontaflora's Fanta wasn't up against the Veils, believe me, it would have been the runaway favorite. And now I'm looking at Southern Strain thinking if that hot box lawyer wasn't up against Shere Khan. But boy, that Shere Khan, I could have that thing on tap as long as it took me to kick a Sixtal. Doesn't matter. I don't care if I'm drinking eight, 16, 24 ounces of that sucker a night. Bubba keg. <laughs> I, I, I just want 32 it. ounce Yeti. Oh my God! I mean, forty ounce big gulp. It's a, <laughs> it's a really surprisingly good beer. I never thought that gin aged in oak barrels, dump that, put beer in it, would turn out. But here we are, and the proof is in the pudding. This is delicious. Again, I used to work for Old Hickory. I do not any longer. Whatever. Still gonna buy this. Doesn't matter. Josh. I mean, duh. Duh, 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 duh. But there were some bangers in this show. That Fontaflora, I could easily enjoy a keg of that. But Same. Yeah, when that when that barrel age crazy nonsense came out, and yeah, the, it was a, it was like an unfair fight. But man, we had some good beers this show. We did. I'm I'm very very. I'm very well, not f- looking forward to the fucking bullshit that we're going to be doing. Next, next show, Seltzer Show, let's go. You can't appreciate the excellence that Wells brought us without having something to let us down. Uh, so I have a personal request. Yes. Can, can we have just like a good beer at the end of each of oh, like a, Like shows? a savior? Yeah, like just a, okay, I feel a little better about life. <laughs> oh, sure, I can help out with that. I'll look at the I'll look at the cellar, see what I got. I did have uh so I had a twenty fifteen Christmas ale of St. Bernardus. Oh, oh busted that open this weekend. How'd that go? It was fantastic. Nice. You know, because I was like, it's that whole thing where it's like it hasn't been chilled, it's just been sitting in a cabinet. I've had it uh horizontal, so mm. like the cork doesn't dry out. Um man, it was complex and very dry, so good. I've been I I acquired a box of Avery uh, sours and a couple stouts, but largely from 2010 to 2014. Um, those have been a lot of fun to just like I imagine. They have not all been winners, no, but the hit rate on that has been surprising. That, that's where, like, I bought a bunch of Scaldus Noel. No. Um, Delirium. Delirium Noel. Because I walked into a, a Total Wine one time, and they had it, like, 75% off because it was a Christmas beer. Oh, snap. So I'm Jesus. like, buy that. Yeah, like, yeah. I bought a ton of it, but, like, it hasn't... 
it's like you pour it and you get like a ton of like yeast trash in the bottom and well that's, some of that's why you me. don't pull up pour out the leaves it just and they haven't been great it's a bummer yeah it happens yeah all right jeff we're at the end of the show where are we at my man uh come check us out on the interwebs crapbeercast.com uh facebook.com slash crapbeercast you want to join us there uh i just really just post the the picture i, I think our social network auto poster plug-in for wordpress is broke and it doesn't ever push anything i don't know that or chris has done something to it i don't know who knows but let's um, blame chris he hasn't been on right. for like a couple of years yeah it's his music taste that caused a problem and um patreon.com slash craft beer cast if you want to support us that way we appreciate it um or you know maybe you just want to trade beer with us that's okay or you just want to send beer to us that's even better uh, hit us up, slide into our DMs at CBCast. Wells, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at all the Wells, one word. Josh, what about you, man? You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to tell a friend, tell somebody. Uh, don't forget about our subreddit, slash r slash craftbeercast. Post news ideas or stories or nudes. Post nudes. I mean, I guess if you want to post nudes, sure. Why not? Send nudes. Uh, yeah, that's about it. And we will talk to you guys next Thursday.